0: This is officially the longest-running tradition in our friendship, I think. Counting up to ten? No! <laughs> Just well, the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, actually. I meant I meant the top five of the year oh, episode. <laughs> I really thought that you were talking about preparing to record the podcast. <laughs> Just, I mean, we've done I mean,
1: that... I don't know. I, Technically, it would be first. One would say... Well, actually, one would say it's... Uh, about the same amount of time because top five was the very first episode we ever recorded. That's what I'm saying. Oh,
0: yeah. So this is like the longest life. running tradition on our friendship. It's a holiday. We don't have any more traditions. We have what
1: other traditions. Do we have? Just like getting sad and drinking together.
0: <laughs> Subjecting each other to movies we know the other one will will totally hate. <laughs> Um,
1: uh, you're right. Even like driving around blasting Taylor lift in the 1975 didn't last as long because you know life.
0: Yeah, we we haven't Aww. lived near each other in years, unfortunately. But sad. It's very sad. Aww. But uh but yeah, this is a super long running tradition on the pod. I love it. It is. It's you I... know, everybody loves a numbered list. That's true.
1: Easy for the brain to comprehend, mm-hmm. easy for us to To come up with.
0: (laughs) Wait, let me do my Watch Mojo voice. This is the top 10 best movies of 2020. Is that pretty good?
1: Theme song. (laughs) (laughs) That was was perfect.
0: Nobody would ever say anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, um it's wild. <laughs> time doesn't exist because Correct. this is releasing on the, what, the 2nd of February.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, I don't think that's bad. Think, Especially this I don't year. think that's bad
1: either. I think, so I remember clearly the first time we released this, we released it in December Actually, we released it in, like, no, but... We, released we hadn't it seen when, so
0: many movies. Oh, my
1: goodness. Actually, I think it might have been October. Whenever we... Whenever it was that we released our first episode, which was definitely, like, in the fall. Like, we had not yet mm-hmm. seen our favorite, actual favorite movies of that year. Um, wild. And then the next year, I think we did wait until January.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know of people that literally um, won't make a list ranking movies until they've seen... Every single uh, movie yes. that came that, out that, that, that can year. Be seen. which so is insane.
1: The, but here's the most ridiculous part: is that of the 2020 films mm-hmm. that came, out. I have seen 26.
0: That I've seen is probably 26. more than the average person, Sarah. You
1: know what? Here's the thing: I understand, and I know because I think I actually did like say this recently, where I was like downing myself for mm-hmm. the fact that I had only seen 26 movies. And a lot of people were like, I've seen 26 movies in the past, like, decade. Um, and, like, you know, I got it. Like, that's fair. I understand. In comparison, in 2019, I saw, or at least ranked 48 of the 2019 films.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and in 2018... Wow, that was so long ago. Ew.
0: Wasn't it? I'm freaking out. Um, In
1: 2018, I ranked 81 2018 films.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Yeah. Actually, I did. I have gone back since then and added a few, but that's still, you know, like, whatever.
0: But 26 for me. That, I mean, again, is probably about standard. And and I totally understand because, I mean, for the first, like, three months of the year, Uh, Of 2020, I was just so down and Mm. felt so. Or not, I guess not the first three months, because three months in is when it started to get bad. So, um, but I mean, between. doing law school and yeah dealing with the pandemic and like i was too depressed like i couldn't watch movies that would make me feel anything or yeah or i and except for like pure joy or i would fall apart and yeah that's kind of how I, i feel yeah i've only gotten back to like movies as a comfort mechanism very recently
1: yeah, um, I think we swapped places. Yeah. <laughs> you started the lockdown with a lot of TV shows. I'll tell you what, I started watching High School Musical, the Musical series. Um, shout out, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo. Um, I started re-watching How I this Met Your a Mother. This is a Team Olivia like, podcast,
0: by the way. It is.
1: This is officially a Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo podcast. <laughs> Nobody here is talking about Sabrina Carpenter. No. Anyway. <laughs> um we, yeah, I, um, I started rewatching How I Met Your Mother, one of my few, like, comfort TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like, I've just, and, and the movies that I have watched this year, like, this, like, just movies at all, not, like, 2021, just any movie that I have seen. Mm-hmm. Avengers, not, yeah, Avengers Infinity War, I, Civil War. Yeah, um, I thought about doing an Avengers Lady rewatch. Bird. Yeah, yeah. Lady
0: Bird, easy A. Um, mm-hmm. Because that one went on Netflix. I've watched that a couple times. Yes,
1: yes, uh, yeah. Um, and um, what else did I watch? Someone great. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> so like literally twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty one is the year of the comfort film. I wonder how okay. long I can make it. Where somebody tweeted today, um, <laughs> someone tweeted that they're ja- they were doing no rewatch January. Yeah. So I in January alone, they only saw. Films they had never seen. And I was like, I'm doing this, except the exact opposite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder how long I could go with, with only re-watching comfort films. Well, either way, I think that's okay. And you've still seen Thank 26 you. movies that came out in a year. That's true. That there was a global pandemic, so I think that's, that's admirable. That's um, very true. I saw a uh, lot of older movies, too. Like, a lot of older, yeah. newer-to-me movies. And I ended up getting close to my goal, but I didn't hit it. Um, And that was mainly because I was at my parents' house for, like, six weeks. Yes. And we would watch a movie every single night. So, um...
1: Um, I would like to point out that our dearly beloved BFF, Zoe, um, has already watched 20... 2021 films. 20, (laughs) I repeat, of the films that have come out in the past month, she has watched 20 of them. Mm Mm-hmm. And... In the year 2020, the she, she has ranked 220 films. Oh, my God. And I'm not here to compare myself to others. Wow. But I just don't understand.
0: I Zoe, mean, what she, are you doing? <laughs> first of all, like... We we said in a text we were texting each other and we said I hate all film critics except Zoe. But I (laughs) literally I felt some animosity, (laughs) I gotta say.
1: I I have never ever hated Zoe as a film critic, but (laughs) just like a little bit right now, there's like a little tinge of like uh what are you doing? Yeah. It's more like I would like to know how she does it than anything else. We get it. It's more like You're
0: subtweeting, you're under embargo, (laughs) we get it. <laughs> gosh we're kidding Zoe we love you so much we love you so much Zoe that's why we're
1: allowed to be bad <laughs> uh, so this is our 2020 top 5 um, I yeah that's yeah. like you know, it's
0: fine that it's a fifth of the movies and that I, I've seen. I saw some fine. really amazing movies this year. Even yeah. er, this past year. Even in, in spite you want, of You everything chose that's quality up.
1: over quantity, mm-hmm. for sure. A hundred percent. I chose neither. Um, and that's fine.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you did what you
1: could. I did. I spent my time watching movies such as love guaranteed and holiday and my spy and love wedding repeat and feel the beat (laughs) and happiest season i did hey happiest seasons is seven on my list (laughs) (laughs) that's how you know it's been a year (laughs) good good uh all right you you want to go ahead and start off yeah you go oh you go for it okay you have more quality films than i do you go (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, so um, on Letterbox, this is listed as a 2019 film. I'm gonna call it a 2020 film because I think it is pretty much. Okay. Um, I think everybody saw it in 2020. But uh, my number five movie is Sound of Metal. Um, mm. It was directed by. I should know this. Um, it stars. <laughs> it stars Riz Ahmed and Zoe Dutch, oh, or not Zoe Dutch, oh, that's her. the girl that looks oh, like her. Really?
1: There's a lot of people that look like Zoe. Mm-hmm. Dutch. The
0: one that was um, in Me and Earl and the Dying Girl. I need to pull up the. I am oh, just stop being that.
1: That girl. Oh. Um, um, um,
0: oh. Oh dear. Oh.
1: <laughs> we are a great movie podcast. I this am is... doing so
0: well. I was like, I don't need this to pull is... up the letterbox. It'll be okay. Anyway, um, her name is Olivia Cook. Yes. They do. They are all. There's like another there's, one too. Yeah. There's like, like three them. of them that look who else just it alike.
1: That looks like them. It's Haley. Haley. Haley uh, Lou Richardson. Haley Lou Richardson. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. They're so. like the
1: modern era of like the Zoe Deschanel and Katy Perry. and.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah. other girl. Okay. The other one. So. we
1: all know who we're talking.
0: About. So Sound of Metal. Um. Uh. You guys have all probably heard of it. That are listening to this. No pun intended. Um, but it's about a metal drummer who um, starts to go deaf. And the most amazing part of the film by far is how immersive the sound design is. Um, Like Mm. it really puts you inside of his head. It makes you very anxious when you like, so the subtitles are hard coded, right? So basically when Mm. Ruben, the main character played by Riz Ahmed, when he's not understanding something, we're not understanding it either. If he can't hear, Mm. we can't hear. And wow. if he doesn't understand the sign language he's seeing, there's no subtitle. And Whoa. so it's like incredibly immersive. You very much are in his head. And once he starts to learn sign language, you start to get subtitles with the sign language. And mm-hmm. it's really fascinating. Um, the way that they did that was so good. And I, I hope it wins all the sound design Oscars. Um, oh my gosh. But it is such a gorgeous movie. Um, kind of talks about the um the problem of you know um addictive behavior not necessarily Mm. only manifesting in drugs but manifesting in things like you know self -self self-medicating with a relationship or um Mm. things like that and then he just has nothing to lean on once he's losing his hearing and has to go to um he he goes to like a special not a rehab, but like a like a center for uh, mm. people who are deaf, and so it's a really great movie. Highly recommend it. Really, it moved me, um, but was it, it is really really good. And Riz Ahmed is fantastic. Uh, I really hope he gets some nominations because he is super that. good.
1: I've heard nothing but good things about mm-hmm. that movie. Riz Ahmed, incredible. Just and it's on Amazon human. Prime. Um, so
0: yeah, if you guys want to watch it.
1: Yeah, I've heard such good things. Um, wow. I mean,
0: again. Darius Martyr is the director. I had never heard of him. But.
1: If, I, if I started this episode with just, like, movies I wish that I had seen that I assume would be in my top five if I had seen them, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure that would be in, you know, in, in that list. Um, before I give you my fifth, I just, again, I just want to preface, <laughs> I did watch a lot of really incredible movies for the first time in 2020 but they're not 2020 uh, this movies. is 2020 release movies yes um so just really quickly before i say my the two movies i want to talk about there's an argument out there for both of these movies that they are 2020 films but we all know like film festivals like work weird and like official like year release like dates work yeah. very weird um there are arguments that yes god yes and straight and straight up um, would both be 2020 films mm-hmm. i they're 2019 cuz that's like when they first were released to any sort of audience so i'm like
0: like, I don't no, really, I mean like, this
1: sound of metal is the my same way, but I said it was a yeah, movie. yeah, which is fair. Um, but I just want everyone to know I didn't put those on my top five, but they would be in my yeah. top five 2020 I if I went by kind of like that like logic. Um, I also am trying to prove that I did watch quality movies.
0: <laughs> it's okay, you don't have to justify <laughs> yourself here. I know, I know. This is a judgment free zone.
1: At least that's from me. true. That is that is our brand. Our brand I don't know is if our listeners zone. will judge you, but I won't. That's true. But you, y'all you can at me if you're trying it for me. Um, so that all being said, at number five on my list on Letterboxd of 2020 ranked is Taylor Swift folklore, the Long Pond Studio Sessions. There is
0: nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> because come on. I mean, <laughs> you listen. guys know Sarah, so you should not be surprised by that.
1: I literally have won an award at work recently for being a big taylor swift fan and being a little obnoxious about it but it's okay um i okay i know this is not like a film i consider it a documentary so it's there it's fine it works mm-hmm. um it is not the only taylor swift documentary on my uh list of of my top 10 films
0: because oh my gosh i was like (laughs) what else (laughs)
1: happened no of my top 10 not my top five how great would that be if i was like four (laughs) miss (laughs) americana wow Miss americana is number eight which is Uh. you know it's fine anyway Mm -hmm. um so the thing about taylor swift folklore the long pond studio sessions is that (sighs) miss taylor swift arguably had the best year of all of us the the quotes that people were posting at the beginning of the lockdown to encourage people and saying like oh so and so wrote their best work during the plague and Mm -hmm. oh so and so you know created their best movie script while they were in isolation and then they're like you can create whatever and I was like shut up Mm-hmm. Let people create if they want to, and not if they can't and don't want to. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But the kind of, like, uh, being the, like, uh, character that people were thinking of in terms of, like, oh, someone's gonna emerge from this pandemic, having created their best work of art. It was Taylor Swift, and it she sure did was. it twice. Yeah. She did it I mean, twice. I mean,
0: she was feeding us.
1: Yes. She, she went through something during this pandemic that has forever changed her into a, the best version of herself artist-wise that she has ever been. Mm-hmm. And probably you know her just as a person too, she seems very healthy, very happy. Happy for her. Um
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, the the way that she talks about creating folklore in the middle of a lockdown, um in the way that she collaborates um with um just all of her ever, with first of all the way that she collaborated on such a like low key like secret, um, mm-hmm. like way that's incredible. Um, the way that she collaborated with my one of my favorite artists of all time, Jack Antonoff. The way that right. she collaborated with Aaron Dessner, who, um, is my friend Zach's, like, favorite artist of all time, and so my friend Zach has actually, like, told me a lot about how he tends to work. It's just beautiful. It's an incredible, yeah, it's just an incredible work of art, and then to be let into each track individually with her writing process and Jack and Erin's, like, production, production, production (laughs) production process, um, it's just incredible, and then to see the three of them vibing, just vibing, mm-hmm. in a little studio with some flannels on, and like, literally just in a cabin in the woods, which is mm-hmm. 100% what folklore is, just brought me happiness, um, yeah. and it was just no an fun absolute intended. joy, it's an evermore song, but <gasps> that's, a, yeah, it's okay, <laughs> it's fine, <laughs> um, it did just bring me happiness, and to be able to watch it just, like, on my projection screen in mm-hmm. my living room, the vibes were immaculate that um, is really cool and so because of that it did in fact make my top five
0: and that's okay God bless, God bless <laughs> it's a good Taylor one she is. she really has gotten oh, me goodness. through a lot of this pandemic oh same Given also if you all want to, to see
1: and <sighs> match that if you all want to see my list of all Taylor Swift uh, movies ranked visit my letterbox that does come in at number two <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so, on to number four. Uh, I saw this movie pretty early in the pandemic, um, and it has been stuck in my head all year because I just think it's. I love that idea of the movie being stuck in your head. Yeah. Um, That's incredible. In a horrifying manner because this is oh, a geez. horrifying movie. <laughs> oh, I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> I saw. So, Boyce State is my number four. Okay. Um, produced by A24, directed by Jesse Moss and Amanda McBain um, it was released on Apple TV Plus and uh, Boys State is just scary as hell um, <laughs> did you, you went to Girls State, you grew up going to Girls Right. I did, State, right? Okay, I did. Yeah. and so the craziest thing about watching this and, and watching a Boys State that took place during the, the turmoil that our country has been in um, is so wild, because I, yeah, I was even a counselor at Girls State. I went back for a second time. Like, it was a very big deal. You're gonna have to, I, I
1: very surface level know of this culture, just because I had friends who would go to Girls mm-hmm. State, and obviously, like, I knew you, but, like, I don't know actually what this means.
0: Yeah, um, so basically what, what it is, is it's very cinema verite. It's shot, like, right with these guys, right with these, you know, like, 17-year-old dweebs. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so it's these guys, they they pick guys from every school and send them to the Capitol, and this is in Texas, so. Okay, oh,
1: um,
0: got and, it, yeah. and, and send them to the Capitol in Austin, and um, they all try to create, they, like, elect democratically a government of a fictional 51st state of the United States. Right. And so you okay. learn all about civics, you learn about your local elections, you learn about your state's government, um, mm. and, yeah, you elect a 51st – a, a government for a 51st state of Got it. the um, United States. And so you start with, like, city elections, and then you do county elections, and then you do mm. – uh, and you're grouped into cities and counties and stuff. So, anyway, um, you're not supposed to bring up politics – like real politics in terms of uh, like, you're not supposed to bring like what's up what's going like, on
1: in the real world,
0: right? You're not supposed to bring okay. up like First Amendment, gun rights, abortion, uh. none of that stuff. It's not supposed to come up. That was hammered so heavily, at our um, at our trainings with everything, and I thought it was really funny because girls usually did not have a problem with that. Women okay. could adapt that. Women. They would just if they had to tell us yeah if they had to tell a speech they would just say like. You know, something about... Something inspirational about why they want to, you know, be in this office. But Boys State... Oh, boy. They immediately start bringing up stuff. Like gun Uh, rights, abortion. Because they don't listen. And they're morons. And um, I just think testosterone weirds everything up by, like, Mm -hmm. 200%. Um, And so it was so just... Horrible to watch, but there's some really sweet moments too. There are, there are moments where you see some good, um, and you mm. see some really sweet kids who actually will probably make a big difference in the future. Um, okay, I love that, but yeah, there are the it also is one of those things where like the bad guys kind of win and mm. it hurts. It was, a, it's a very weird mm. microcosm of how the political landscape has been. So, is
1: it so? Is this. This is this like a documentary then? Or is yeah. this a work it's of fiction? A documentary. Okay, got it. Got it. Yeah. I didn't know if someone like wrote like based off of or if these are like real children that are just idiots and
0: It's a documentary and that's why it's so scary. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. Yikes. It's a documentary like get out is a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary.
1: oh <laughs> uh, I'm glad we both have documentaries in our top five. You have voices yeah. and I have folklore. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, okay. I will not be watching that. I'll just say that right now. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's scary. some existential to hear dread. About
0: it. Um, yeah. I did not watch yeah. it alone.
1: <laughs> I remember you were, like, excited to see it just because you were like, oh, like, because obviously you have the girl state context. I'm an A24 um, simp.
0: That's why. That's true. That's um. also true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um,
1: I don't think I have a single A24. No.
0: Well, that, my love, would be because they stopped releasing movies the second that the pandemic hit and they refused to release them on VOD. It's true. I hate that. Except Boys State had been sold to Apple T V Plus already. So it was mm, like a post got it. It, it was a different kind of but like yeah, A twenty four has that's why they they pushed back like the Green Knight and all yeah. these all these movies that were supposed to come out. So that's why you don't have a lot oh, of A twenty four. Green Knight, oh, Dev Patel. That might be
1: why I didn't watch any movies. <laughs> Maybe. Apparently <laughs> I, I only watched the Blame it I on that god bless um okay so my number four i did watch um in just in the heat of lockdown um and it did bring me a lot of joy Mm -hmm. um just just there sometimes there's a movie and you see the trailer and you think it's gonna be one thing and then surprises you in the best way possible and you're Mm -hmm. like where did this come from um i shouldn't have underestimated this palm springs is at my number four that is within my list oh my gosh god bless Mm -hmm. um i loved this movie so much i love andy sandberg just Mm -hmm. like first and foremost i just want everyone to say there's like two white men that i am like willing to like elevate Mm -hmm. (laughs) in this world one of them is andy sandberg the other one is noah bonbach um Mm -hmm. but he didn't release any new movies this year though apparently congrats to him sorry we're just gonna (laughs) sidebar and i'm just gonna congrats to my one white man (laughs) congrats to noah for my buddy noah for his (laughs) exclusive contract with netflix he secured the bag in the middle of this world in which people may or may not go to movie theaters yeah for him that was a very smart business move yes um so the other white man Andy yeah um this movie is charming and Mm -hmm. hilarious, Mm -hmm. and normally I don't love, and I know, okay, so we kind of toyed around with the idea of this for the theme of this episode, because this episode does come out on Groundhog Day, Um, Mm -hmm. but we, like, talked about the idea of talking about, like, time loopy movies, uh, because we are all living in a time loop, Um, and little did I know that when I did watch this movie at the beginning of lockdown, that the rest of the year would feel like i was waking up and living the same day over and over again uh at the time it was a funny concept now a little too real
0: no i um (sighs) so maybe we can get into like more of the plotty stuff when we get to where it is on my list but yeah i saw this movie at the drive-in um even though it was on hulu already and i had already watched it i saw this movie at the drive-in yeah and it was so good it really i mean it made me cry um Mm, but is also one of the funniest movies i've seen in so long christina malati is so good so fantastic she Um, is adorable and she is feisty and she
1: is just like
0: good she's so good in this it's got some really beautiful things to say about family and responsibility And what does life even really mean? Um, It has
1: J.K. Simmons.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What the heck? I know. know. Um, Out of nowhere, too. And Camilla Mendez, our Uh, Riverdale queen. (laughs) Her and her little eyebrows are Mm -hmm. just in there. Um, Mm -hmm. It feels like a movie Max Greenfield should be in, but is not in.
1: Oh, that is a fascinating and correct statement. Schmidt
0: from New Uh, Girl, in case y'all didn't.
1: Yes. Um, It feels like a movie he should be in. It does, it does. I just feel like, yeah, I didn't expect, the thing is, is like, I guess Andy Samberg kind of tends to do that to me, right? Where I'm like, oh, like, this is funny, and I'm not really going to care, and I'm going to laugh a bit, and then it's just going to be done, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, I ended up caring so much (laughs) during this movie, and it was so sweet, such a sweet movie, and... I don't know. We'll talk more about the plot for, for you because you're, you're better about talking plot than I am. But I'm just yeah. talking about, I just love, I just loved how this movie made me feel. And I loved yeah. that at the very beginning of the lockdown, this is what I needed. And it has just held on in my top five. Again, Absolutely. part of it. I, I still I, I, still have the theory that like I could have seen many more like quote unquote good movies in, mm-hmm. in 2020. And this still would end up in my top five
0: i agree um, I agree. because I mean, it's well, just it's because fun. it's right. even higher because yeah, you did list, so. yeah
1: exactly because it's just it's so fun it's, it's so also
0: fun. just been so long since and i i guess you don't i feel like you can call this a pure comedy even though it is mm. very profound um but it's because a,
1: it's a comedy
0: Andy i mean Sandberg, even comedies like yeah. it, even regular old comedies have poignant moments yeah um and, if I anything, mean, that's the point of a, a good comedy. Yeah, give you that. And the the pure comedy is so rare, um, now. And I yeah. feel like I just it was so refreshing to see in Palm Springs. Yeah, um, I'm that's a, a
1: good fan. word. It was very refreshing mm-hmm. um, because I I looked I tend forward to... to it.
0: I made special drinks for it.
1: Oh, you did! I love that. I yeah. I love I love when you can tell that comedy is um is intentional. Um, Mm -hmm. there's, like, a, there's a thing that our friends, um, Dom and Tim of Reasonable Mm -hmm. Beef, um, have beef about, uh, and they bring this up often, which is, there's, like, this genre of comedy these days that's, like, it's all improv comedy, and Mm -hmm. it's just, like, the point of a scene is just, like, people start talking at each other until someone says something funny, and they're, like, alright, cut, and they Mm -hmm. just stick that in the movie. And while Andy Samberg obviously has his, like, SNL vibes to him, um, he's still, like, this movie still feels very, very intentional with the jokes, and with the funny, and with the plot, and it's not just like, alright, you all just kind of improv off each other until something funny happens, like, it genuinely
0: is funny. Yeah, I love Palm Springs, we'll talk more about it in a second. Um, yes. So, my number three is a movie I actually just saw the other day, it has my, um, evil witch mother, uh, Aubrey Plaza- Oh my gosh. Um, It's not Happiest Season. It is not Happiest Season. (laughs) Um, It's Black Bear. So, um, Black Bear also features one of my favorite, or somebody who was almost, okay, brain. Sorry, we're buffering. Give us a second. (laughs) Um, It also has Christopher Abbott in it, which um, he was in Possessor, which almost made my top five. Um, It's Black Bear. So, uh, Black Bear is an incredibly, like, twisty, um, layered, very meta movie about, Mm. um, the suffering that people go through for their art, especially, um, like, female actresses being tormented so that they can get the best Mm. outcome, um, for a, a tormented character by the director, so um, Black Bear like has this very interesting first act at, that then immediately, um, without much, ex- without any explanation at all, really um, cuts to a, a whole other world. Um, I don't want to say too much about it because I think it's better if you go in blind. Um, it's I mean it's just available to rent now and like buy mm-hmm. on Amazon but I would highly recommend watching it. Um it's it's worth the the 6 bucks or whatever. Um it is so wicked. Um Aubrey Plaza mm-hmm. is amazing. So is Christopher Abbott. Um it it is really really freaking good and um super intense. Had me on the edge of my seat the whole time.
1: Oh. Yeah, I um, I feel like I I haven't really heard anything about this movie except for from you. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's like we love so. Aubrey so, Plaza, so what
0: I'll say about it is, I think Aubrey Plaza um, in Black Bear has what Jennifer Lawrence in Mother wants.
1: <laughs> the
0: highest review coming from you. If, I mean, like, if it had been Aubrey Plaza doing this. I might have yeah. liked mother um, it was so wow. it was and okay so <laughs> the funniest story about it is that I actually picked it uh, a, a guy I was going on a on a date yes and um, mm-hmm. <laughs> guy was like yes. do you want to watch a movie and I said sure and he said okay pick one and I said pick a genre I'll pick a movie and mm. um, he said comedy
1: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs>
0: Hand <laughs> and I picked Blackbeard! What? Because I'm an asshole. Why would you? Was there another date? <laughs> um, hasn't been yet, but there's one planned. <laughs> oh, incredible. Um, so the genres that are listed about it, I would like to point out, are thriller, comedy, and drama. Comedy second. It is not uh... a comedy, um, forward movie at all it is right like like the first act is deeply upsetting and then the funny stuff comes after the first act right so um right. yeah it is wild but it is so good by the time you get to like the part where they say the title um it's really really taking you through the ringer. i would highly recommend it if you like if you like psychological thrillers and if you like movies about movies which i love you know scream yeah. and um the like then then you'll like this mm. but it is it is intense i i really enjoyed it yes um
1: okay on a whole completely different vibe um my number three okay I really thought that this would get more just love Mm -hmm. from the film community. It didn't get as much love as I thought it would. It only has a 3.3 on Letterboxd. I almost, I do almost wonder, because this movie was just so, even from the trailer, just so obviously sad, Mm -hmm. um, and it came out in April, I think, um everyone was like i'm not watching that i will only be watching tiger king <laughs> Yeah. Um,
0: yep and to
1: remember that everyone woke we'll throwback um and missed out on the the better netflix original with the word title tiger in it um tiger Tail. Uh-huh. um i loved this movie so much um this movie tells the story of um, of an, a, a fully grown, like, in um, his older years, um, Asian American man. And it um, basically takes you through the story of of his youth um, and of his long-lost love from his youth and his story of journeying from Taiwan to America. Um, and it's told through the lens of him reconnecting with his daughter, um, who he otherwise does not have a um, a relationship with. And that, to me, it just it hits real hard. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I just, I love this, I love the exposure that <clears throat> Asian American stories are getting <clears throat> right now, um, which I know we already, like, will always dog on them, but, like, Shout out to the Golden Globes for being the worst.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And
1: um, for, once again, not recognizing uh, Minari, um, a very obviously American film. And I'll remind
0: that uh, they sorted, if you didn't think this was racist, um, they sorted Inglorious Bastards into (laughs) American films, and it is spoken roughly 30% Mm. in English, and Minari Mm. is way more yeah. it's mainly yeah. english i think
1: yeah and i it just but it, the 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 racism is blatant
0: uh, yeah but the hollywood yeah, so the hollywood foreign press association really do be hating foreign people. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it is <laughs> uh, ridiculous um
1: but i mean i just assume that if this had had more hype it would kind of be um probably viewed in the same exact way even though again mm-hmm. um most of this movie is spoken in English um it's pretty split down the middle because there's the flashbacks mm-hmm. um to Taiwan and then the current day in America um anyway it's just it's really hard for me to like put in like to vocalize mm-hmm. in words like what this movie means to me like the best thing i can say is like find my review on letterbox if you care that much mm-hmm. um, but it really hit me really hard right in the Asian American daughter feelings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and like
0: the farewell did.
1: That's true. There's, um, I, I wrote a list of my favorite quotes from the movie. Um, and there's one where the daughter, um, says to her father, she says, you're my father. I don't even know how to talk to you. I never have. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, there's this concept of how she has no idea this entire life that he has lived um, because they just don't talk about it. And of course the, you as the audience, you're getting flashbacks to these beautiful, almost like, like Barry Jenkins-esque cinematography, Mm. like love story scenes of the, the father in his younger years falling in love in Taiwan and just like living his life and it's so beautiful and it's so stunning and wow he's had such an adventure and his daughter would never know because mm-hmm. they just don't talk about it um, they don't talk <clears throat> about emotions they don't talk about his struggles um mm-hmm. she's living a very like like emotionless and like uh like, held-together life, because, you know, he tells her all the time crying never solves anything, and then you see when he was a kid that his mom told him crying never solves anything, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, this beautiful generational family story. Mm-hmm. Um, the ending mm-hmm. left a bit for, to be desired for me. Um, I didn't feel, like, fully um, just, like, satisfied with the end, but I mm-hmm. kind of think that was the point, because, like, there is no world in which they had a satisfying ending. Um, but I don't know. It was just beautiful. And it made me feel a lot of my own life. Um, and it just, you know, it feels really, really nice when you see your own life and your family represented on screen. Um, Mm -hmm. and even though it was, you know, a little Netflix screen, I I'll take it. Um, I, yeah, I just, I really did love this so much. Um, and, um, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I just love it. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, and it's still on Netflix, and so I understand that we may not be in the part of this pandemic in which you want to just like intentionally make yourself cry over family stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but if for some reason any of you want to, highly suggest Tiger Tail. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's really beautiful. I um I have not seen it, and sure would like to. Yes, um,
1: it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, back to the the white person story, Palm Springs. Um, <laughs> the only white people we care about. It's so fun. sorry. Uh, so yeah, on Palm Springs, it is my number two. Um, I felt more from this movie and felt more soothed by this movie than I have in a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. Andy Samberg, I think, really gets a chance to show off his talent here. Um, yes. I feel like a lot of the time he plays very goofy characters. And he's still a little goofy. Niles is a little goofy. Um, but f- he's also just, like, super complex. And th- you can tell that being in this place for so long has has really worn on him. But Christina Miladi's character really brings him out of it. Uh, Sarah yes. Does, and it's beautiful. And, I mean, the... The montages, which are so characteristic of a time loop film, are so fun. Um, (laughs) Yes. Them having fun together is great. I love, love, love the ending of this movie. And I think we can talk about it because it's been long enough and a lot of people have seen it. But, um... It's fair. I love that Sarah instead of sitting around moping like Miles, decides yes. to go and figure out how to escape the time loop. I think it's yes. I think it's such a smart ending. I think the fact mm-hmm. that, you know, she does have unlimited time to learn quantum physics. Um, right. <laughs> That's such a fun, like, <clears throat> thing,
1: by the way. Yes. Yeah. Is, is that you're like, oh, she has learned how to solve time.
0: Yeah. Because she has unlimited of it to learn it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What? And, um, I mean i love jk simmons character i thought he was really good as minor as he was i thought he was great um and i i really loved i mean just like the moral question and the question of what is what is life about you know um what does it matter if if every day is the same um what does it matter and that that was a little too real yeah um at Perhaps. some points but also was... had, and the fun thing is they had no idea <laughs> <laughs> they had no idea that's the well, stuff that's they been cracking be me up, man. yes <laughs> like how could you know yeah uh how could you possibly know how prescient this would be <laughs> um yeah but it's it was so good i really just love that movie it's very life-affirming to me it's very like mm. you know things do matter and what yes. matters is the people that you love that you're with um and making them happy. Um.
1: Yeah. I will also say, I didn't even remember until just now. I love the twist in this movie. Mm-hmm. That I I can honestly say, I didn't see that coming. Um, and I appreciate it when a movie does that. I yeah. was so focused on all of the other things. <clears throat> and all of the like, very like right then and there conflict. That I, I didn't even stop to consider. Uh, why was she you know, where in she was room, yeah. and doing the things she was doing. And then, wow, there we
0: are. Yeah, that, it really does smack you in the face when it happens. It does. I mean, and then, and then
1: in that moment, you realize how much you genuinely care about her character. Uh-huh. And you're just like, oh. And you're like, oh, baby. I don't... Why you do well, this? You're like, a lot makes sense now. Got it. Yeah. It's, I love that.
0: It's so good. Um, I freaking love it. Watch it. It's on Hulu. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Yes. Cannot recommend it enough. Yes, yes, yes. What's your number um, two?
1: Uh, (laughs) I'm laughing because (laughs) because like of course this is my number two like of course it is Mm -hmm. I just am not even going to build up to it I don't even want to talk about it after a big part of me just wants to say what it is and move on to your number one Um, (laughs) you won't let me do that though it's Tenet Um, (laughs) Uh... because like I love Christopher Nolan so much <laughs> okay uh, in my top five my, listen my top five it has two white men and it's you know it's Andy Samberg and it's Christopher Nolan or one could say that the white the white man that I focus on is Robert Pattinson that's okay mm-hmm. um but come on like Tenet I, <laughs> I <laughs> we've mentioned I've mentioned this on the come podcast on. before. I mentioned this in the podcast before. I, I want to see it again, gosh dang it, because I saw it once at a drive-in theater, and it's just the kind of movie where if you don't hear two whole seconds of it, you are confused for the next ten minutes, mm. and when you're at a drive-in, and there are planes flying overhead, every once in a while you're like, how did we get here? I don't know. Mm. But... Might I say Elizabeth DeBecky Tall mm-hmm. and and John David Washington is him. Yes. <laughs> and, and Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. The movie says over and over again, we're living in a twilight world. And yes, we are. Because look at that. I mean, that's just <laughs> This year,
0: goofy, honestly. one could
1: say that Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart both did their best work this year. Um, and it was for Tenet and Happiest Season. And we are living in a twilight world. <laughs> also, also, speaking of just weird time loop movies, Christopher Nolan does them best! So. Um. Best! Happy Groundhog Day, everyone!
0: Hmm. <laughs> maybe like. Maybe like third best. Uh, I. Listen. I'm just a hater
1: i know and it's okay (laughs) i I, and i love it and that's fine too i really love tenet um i just think it was so fun (laughs) and so ridiculous and for someone who is a self-proclaimed self-proclaimed like just hater of movies that mess with like time travel Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because of how it confuses me um I tend to love Christopher Nolan. I just, I don't know. It's just so good. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I think it's really fun. And, um, and that's all I'm going to say about it. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to film bro this movie too much.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is, that's perfectly valid. You know? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, you, you can certainly like that movie. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't see it. I, um, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, <clears throat> you know, I think it's, uh, funny that Christopher Nolan, being the movie theater snob that he is, killed movie theaters with that movie. <laughs> Single-handedly. Um, Single-handedly. You know, just
1: had to see it on a big screen.
0: The irony he, I think, would admit himself was rich. Yes, that's, that's fair.
1: Um, this movie did have real-world stakes <laughs> mm-hmm. uh that's fun watching a movie with like high stakes in the movie and knowing full well that it has just as high of stakes in the real world the, mm-hmm. the whole universe could
0: collapse in on itself yes yeah um you know it, it is what it is <laughs> and we don't have to talk about it anymore because i don't know okay about let's it. move on let's move on what is your number one okay you everybody knows what my number one is i don't think it's Do a we? surprise yeah um So the most cathartic movie experience I had this Uh, year that, um, was the first time I had been in a movie theater in, uh, like, ten months. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and seriously, like, I went through something that four years of therapy on the matter have not done. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I think I don't know if that's, like, uh, I, I don't know if that's because I'm so mentally ill, (laughs) or if it's because therapy just hasn't ever known how to communicate with me the way that movies can, um, Mm -hmm. but I walked out of Promising Young Woman like Mm -hmm. a changed person, um, I, I got to see it while I was, home, because the theaters are open there, um, for some reason, mm-hmm. but I saw it on a Monday at noon, so nobody was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, I was the only one in the theater, and I had, like, a very cathartic emotional experience. Um, mm-hmm. it is a dark comedy that I genuinely laughed at a couple times. Um, it is also an extremely hard movie to watch in terms of what it is about. Um, all I can really say, mm-hmm. I won't say too much since a lot of people probably haven't seen it, it is also available to rent on Amazon. Um, go ahead and go to, like, doesthedogdie.com mm-hmm. before you watch it and check out all the the triggers and things like that in yeah. it. Um, but I will say, as a survivor, I was able to watch it um, without being... I mean, I think, it, I think it handles things somewhat well. And... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It's also just this very beautiful tale of how grief and trauma change you and how to move beyond yeah. those things. Um, and also about just the gross culture we live in. Um, mm. it, it really is, is not here to make you feel good about the world. Um, it's here to make you feel icky and to make you question the systems that allow women to be victimized with no justice Mm. um yeah it was it it seriously did so much for me um totally i mean just blew my mind um it was gorgeous
1: yeah you wrote, um, and I still, and I, I've told this to you. I still haven't read it because of how I will be seeing this movie, the spoilers. But mm-hmm. you did write a really vulnerable and beautiful review um, of this movie, and mm-hmm. I just appreciate that. Yeah,
0: I'm so glad you had, had, had this movie. Yes. Me too. Um, I'm so glad you have it. I kind of, you know, I, I don't know if I wish I had had it a couple years earlier because I feel like I wasn't ready mm-hmm. for it until now. Yes. Um,
1: and I think that's a beautiful thing that Mm -hmm. like this movie came right when you needed it slash like could.
0: I'm very grateful to Emerald Fennell.
1: Yes. Um, I, this, uh, that movie just remains on my, like very high on my most anticipated um, list. My most anticipated movies of 2021 are still 2020 films.
0: That is fine. I mean, it'd be like that (laughs) right now. It sure does. Um,
1: yes. So yes, that's really beautiful. Um, I'm going to go. Just change the vibes completely. I'm so excited. Um, I'd like to take you back. Let's all go back to February twenty fifth, twenty twenty. Um, a little a little that was a good uh, time. almost almost a year ago. Now, um, we released a beautiful episode of Cinema Rolls on mm-hmm. that day. Um, which one? Was featuring that? our good dear friends Walt and Joe, uh-huh. um, in which we discussed Birds of Prey. And oh, yeah, (laughs) that movie remains. Dude, (laughs) a whole year later. Wait, I'm so excited about this. What? Remains at the very top of my ranked list for 2020 and I understand it blows everyone's mind that that movie came out in 2020 it did trust me it blows my mind too mm-hmm. um but like I said the Asian excellence in my top five is mm-hmm. popping this year Kathy um Yann, directed baby. by Kathy Ann, yes just like come just also um love that the girl playing Cassandra Kane is half Filipino like just mm-hmm. just 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 such a like Guys, I don't even need to talk about this movie. Go back to Cinema Rolls um, episode with Joe and Walt in which we just fangirl over this movie. Oh my gosh. We just nerd out about all things Birds of Prey and... And it's just worth... Re- I kind of want to
0: re-listen to it now. Yeah, Birds of that was Prey. was a fun episode. I mean, Joe and Wall are just Nightmare. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're so fun. No, she's <laughs> not kidding. That's real. <laughs> That's real. I hate you guys. Um, yes. Come fight me. Uh, so, yeah. Birds of Prey. I really... I mean, it's obviously a movie that I loved from last year. The reason I did... I don't know. I was picking, like, you know, films. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Uh, but, but, I mean, Birds of Prey was my number one movie of the year for a large portion of the year, since it was, like, one of the last ones I saw before everything went to hell. Um, I freaking love that movie, um, I mean, I love it so much that I got my friend Kendall obsessed with it, and she saw it, like, six times in theaters, (laughs) um, (laughs) because it was playing down at, um, down... At like, a block from our place. Yeah. Um, and it is just this, so ugh. fun. It's so this fun. Movie, the soundtrack is
1: so good. So good. My girl Macy Peters is killing it on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Obsessed with her. And this movie birthed, um, because of, because of Joe, birthed the Mary Elizabeth Winstead corner.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, on, on
1: the pod. And God bless. Absolutely. Because I don't know what we did before that. Um. Stupid it's stuff, just, probably. Right. We, we listen i <laughs> i don't know like where i was going with that other than just like this movie still like i say still it's been a year but like come on what is time it's on hbo max uh,
0: so if you haven't treated yourself to girls to, so to birds of fun. prey girl that you know what birds of prey would be a really good galentine's day movie <laughs> i just gasped so hard i mean we're brain. not we're doing like a like a thing but Right, right. But it would but be a really is, good galentine. Imagine
1: meeting. in a world where you could do this. Uh huh. Imagine inviting all your girls over, okay, mm-hmm. and making egg sandwiches. Dude, <laughs> and I would never eat that. But still, making. Why would you them, never eat that? That's a superior food. Because I hate the idea of an egg sandwich. I don't want to discuss Listen. that. Listen. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You put bacon yeah. on there, you do the everything bagel, you right. do some avocado. I'll do all of it. Listen,
1: I heard Joe talk about it already. Go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash spawn. Joe said... The way Joe just did There's there's a, there's a bonus clip on our Patreon of Joe describing a, an egg sandwich that he attempted to make um, inspired by Birds of Prey. It is chaos, that as man. all things Joe and Orwalt Walt tend to be. Um, this movie, yeah, just imagine having all your girls over and just watching this. So much, oh good. My gosh. So much good. So much good.
0: First of all, female directed content. I believe yes. in female supremacy. Yes. Um, yes. Because Promising Young Woman was directed by a woman. Birds yes. of Prey was directed by a woman. Um, I Bless. believe a couple of my honorable mention movies were directed by women. And many honorable mentions. That- yeah. Um or directed th- by women. Yeah. Yes. She dies tomorrow was directed by a woman. Um Saint Maud, I think, was directed by a woman. Never Rarely, Sometimes season. Always. <laughs> Happy <Happiest> Season. <laughs> Have you seen Never Rarely, Sometimes Always? I thought you saw it a no, long time ago. Oh. I haven't. That I'm movie not. is heartbreaking um if you want to watch the more fun and lighthearted version of it i would recommend unpregnant on hbo max oh my gosh unpregnant is an honorable mention of mine too yeah i debated
1: i didn't end up doing this because the depression won out but i was going to create a separate top five which is like movies that are lower on my list but are just like top five i had a good time Mm -hmm. um and i will say in my top five i had a good time birds of prey is number one on both
0: oh absolutely so I had like, so much
1: freaking fun. I had so much fun and also it was just a dang good film. Mm-hmm. Like just so good. Yeah. Um yes, just perfect. I still to this day cannot scrub like I would never want to scrub this from my memory. Right. But it's memes, stuck in your head. But yeah, it's stuck in my head. The scene in which they are fighting, um and and um uh what's her name? Uh she lends her a like hair tie. Because oh, canary. she needs it. It's just so beautiful. Mary Elizabeth that's, Winstead lends it to. Such a beautiful moment. Journey.
0: It's such a the beautiful The women moment. in this, by the way, powerful. Just Margot Robbie, powerful. freaking Ugh. Journey Smollett, um, <clears throat> freaking Mary Elizabeth Winstead, um,
1: uh, uh, Rosie Perez.
0: Um, just so, it's ridiculous. So good. And it, yeah, um, it was so much fun. I highly agree. I, I agree with you 100%.
1: Yes. One hundred percent number one on my list, um, but yeah, yeah, many uh, women directed. Film. I again, well, never mind. I was gonna go into um, being a fan of the movie Work It, but I forgot that this uh, this is a Olivia,
0: Olivia Rodrigo, Rodrigo. When you said, <laughs> yes. when you said in that text with um, Sabrina Carpenter, I was like, girl, you had better watch yourself. You had better step carefully. <laughs> Because listen. you know what we do not we do not first of all, we don't mess with the um, the, the man in question but second of all we mm. listen yes and to be fair, I do would I would like
1: to push the narrative that like I am not pitting um, them against each other um, mm-hmm. because like whatever they just both happen to choose a very mediocre man yeah. to do all this over and that's and it's just
0: sad that to just like annoying. <laughs> it's, it's just sad that like Sabrina's a, a grown adult dunking on this yeah. child who made yeah, a song about how I'm sad like not she okay is and okay how about. insecure she yes. is. Yes,
1: like Olivia Rodrigo just wrote a song about being sad. Sabrina Carpenter wrote a response and, and said, "How does it feel that I'm screwing your ex?" I just can't. I <laughs> and she I can't. That being said, work it. Is it incredible? <laughs> Fun movie, do Jordan not say Fisher it's an incredible in it. movie. On. That's all you, it's not an incredible movie, but I've watched 26 2020 <laughs> films, <laughs> and you know. It, it always in This podcast, me up. listen, I've watched so few movies that this podcast is now an Olivia Rodrigo driver's license themed podcast. That's okay.
0: <laughs> I love that I had to give my take on it. These freaking bullies. <laughs> I know everybody's waiting to hear my opinion on the driver's license drama. I know you guys were on the edge of your seat.
1: <laughs> Glad you all stuck around for us our stupid movie talk to get to the real stuff, which is our investment in the lives of these children.
0: Do you have any other like honorable mentions that you just want to rapid fire off? Um okay,
1: I only, I have one. I <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's because fine.
1: I don't, <laughs> right. I don't know how many people Okay, again, not the best movie. I, I feel like I just need to promise everything. Anyway, an American pickle, starring Seth Rogen oh. and Seth Rogen. <laughs> yes, because Seth Rogen plays both his like great 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 grandfather or something, um, and great grandson. Uh, anyway, it's great grandfather <laughs> and great grandson. Um. It's the stupidest movie ever, and it's about a immigrant worker at a pickle factory who accidentally falls in a vat of the
0: pickling, yeah, we all stuff, and
1: yeah, is accidentally preserved for a hundred years, and he wakes up and he's in modern day Brooklyn. It's hilarious. That's all you need to know. Okay, <laughs> it's a fun time. For some reason, um, Seth Rogen movies really got me through twenty twenty. Like fine. I kid you not, like I watched. I watched 50-50 for the first time. Um, that really got me. The night before, I watched that for Christmas. That just, mm-hmm. that really got me. I rewatched watched Longshot. It made me cry more than the first time. Seth Rogen well, really
0: was the... Does something to you. My savior. Yeah. Uh, um, my honorable mentions, I'd say, uh, Trial of the Chicago 7 on Netflix is very good, very prescient, um, and features Sacha Baron Cohen. Um, and it, it was really good. Um, Possessor is really good. There's a ton of good horror that came out this year. Uh, Host, Freaky, She Dies Tomorrow, Possessor, Invisible you Man. Did get a lot of good, a good spooky. Yeah, yeah. For your little spooky self. Host, so good. Um, yeah. So highly recommend checking out some of the horror that came out last year. Um, yeah, yeah. That it was. It was. You know what's funny? I feel like every year there's a weird theme that somehow gets into the the mainstream. Like like this year, it was teenagers needing to travel to get abortions um, with never really, mm. sometimes always, and unpregnant. Yeah. Um. A couple years ago, I mean, like sometimes it's like the friends with benefits concept. Like both those mm. movies, No Strings Attached and Friends with right, Benefits, yeah, yeah, yeah. came out the same same year. Um, I mean, oh, there's also movies about the Black Panthers that. There, there's, like, two of them coming out this year, right? Because it's, like, Judas and the Black Messiah, and, um, what's, there's another one. Anyway. Oh, there was, yeah. like, the assassination of Fred Hampton, I think. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's just, th- th- that was, I don't know what that tangent was for. But, <laughs> basically, the, either of those movies is really good the um Mm. teenagers needing to travel to go get abortions uh yeah (laughs) but but yeah Mm. um i mean i think it was a it was a pretty decent year for film i miss the theater of course um and i miss yeah movies coming out i miss
1: theaters i miss yeah i think i just miss like I didn't realize how much of my love of movies was directly correlated to my love of movie theaters Mm -hmm. until, you know, this year. Um, But we're good. We're gonna, we're good. We're gonna make it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So with that, our, our, let's, let's do a BuzzFeed quiz. Yes. Okay, so I picked um, this Oh, one. I like this. Tell us about your quarantine and we'll give you a movie to watch. This is great because I need <laughs> someone to
1: tell me what movies
0: to watch. You know, I didn't think of that, but I guess it makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, what time do you usually wake up? Before 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 p.m., or afternoon? Before 9 a.m. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in the beginning, eh, before 9 a.m., yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm a solid, like, 6.30 a.m. every day. Mm-hmm.
0: Who, okay. who are you quarantining with? Just me. <laughs> mm, I don't know how to answer. I have to. I, Who's in your pod? I am
1: privileged enough to not work, <laughs> so I work. But uh, aside from that, I only see one person, and it is my significant other.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. What kind of snacks have you mostly been eating for a freaking year? This, is, this must have been made a long time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what snacks have you been eating the last year?
1: <laughs> um... I love that they put banana bread in there. Remember when everybody made banana bread?
0: Oh, yeah. that was, it
1: was it, snacking on
0: smoothies for Ooh. the past year? Um, chips. That's it. Um Yeah, I'm going to go with... I'm going to say ramen. Not instant ramen, mm, but uh, just because I order in ramen an yeah. obscene amount. <laughs> Honestly, that's fair. I do it way um, too much. Okay, which-, which activity have you been... Have you been the doing most to keep yourself busy? Right. <laughs> uh, of course. Um, I have been watching a lot of TV slash movies. Oh my gosh! Remember, there's an option here that says going live on Instagram. Oh wait, remember, playing like, video games is an option. Did that. I do remember when everyone went live on Instagram, and I was like, I will literally <laughs> never come to somebody's live. So stop. Yes. Um,
1: I hate that. I want to say cleaning, but I but that's my, that's my anxious thing. Yeah. So like, it sounds productive, but it really is just
0: a side effect. I just realized that I've been playing video games more than I've been doing anything else. You have. So,
1: You've been a video game queen.
0: Yeah. You're a gamer now. I am a gamer girl. Um, it, I really, I've got like. Should we add
1: a separate tier for our Patreon for your bath water?
0: <laughs> um, I do take a lot of baths. <laughs>
1: All right, let's do it. Higher than the Tarantino tier. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, two
0: thousand dollars a month. <laughs> yep, we, uh, you know, Belle <laughs> Delphine's got nothing on me. My my bathwater's way cooler. I have like six wins make on a, Fortnite.
1: I'm like kind of serious. Can you make a tier on our Patreon that's for a thousand and one dollars a month? Your
0: bathwater. <laughs> okay, guys, great. That'll be up later. So Patreon.com/slash/the so If forward anybody has some GameStop spot. money to invest in my <laughs> bathwater um how often do you go on walks um no I I go every day because Finn oh yeah
1: you do I um if I didn't have to work I would not leave home I didn't I was literally telling my partner the other day because I mentioned that I just don't like over lockdown there was a moment where I was like I haven't left my home in months (laughs) and I'm like I guess I could take a walk but I don't (laughs) yeah you know you're very much a homebody though um, how have you been getting most of your meals? I'm gonna I mostly cook, but occasionally order takeout, because sometimes you just can't make the buffalo chicken dip like the bar down the road, yeah. when you can get that Doordash. I'm gonna so. say
0: about the same. What time do you usually go to sleep? Nine PM, ten PM, eleven PM, midnight, or after? Um,
1: I'm a solid eleven PM. I was just about days. to say eleven PM. Yeah, like midnight sounds scary yeah okay what movie should we watch
0: Ooh, i got what happened to monday i have heard very good things about that
1: haven't heard anything about that i have seen the movie that (laughs) i just wanted it to suggest a movie for me to watch and it suggested what i've already seen set it up which is a fantastic let me
0: okay let me replace it for you there's a comedy featuring zoe dutch called buffaloed that's on hulu It's a it's very funny. You'll love it. It's like female Wolf of Wall Street, so less of the toxic crap, more of the smart money stuff. Um it's it's incredible. very fun. Would highly recommend. Uh to everybody, by the way. And that was a twenty twenty movie too that I really enjoyed. Oh
1: um, incredible. It's Set on it Hulu. up was like twenty eighteen. It seems like it was really long ago. It was it was during the surge of the rom com. I remember yeah. that. Because like Set It Up came out, to All the Boys I've Loved Before came out, um, um, there was like one really cheesy rom-com that came out. Anyway, there was like a rom-com resurgence. I remember yeah, that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um Yeah, I mean, what happened to Monday went like viral on TikTok, which is really interesting. Really? Have you noticed that that like movies can I, go viral? Oh. On there I have not been on that. Oh, ever. well like okay. Well like the band Mother Mother okay. has come back into like the come back into vogue essentially. Because of TikTok. They're a band whose best album was released in, like, 2006.
1: TikTok is so scary.
0: I mean, but, like, it's cool. Like, like, okay, so somebody will make a video that's like, this movie is amazing, and you should really watch it, and they'll give just, like, a really good pitch. Um, Um... And the movie will blow up. So what happened to Monday, I saw a TikTok the other day that had like a million likes that was talking about how good this movie is. So I'm actually, I might actually watch this tonight. <laughs> okay. It's a sci-fi movie. Rooney Mara. I'm the
1: synopsis of it. Yeah. Um, in a society where families are allowed only one child due to overpopulation, septuplets must dodge go- governmental execution while searching for their missing sister. All of them who I'm, I'm assuming by is Monday.
0: Yes. Shut up. Yes. Every single one of these, these kids is played by Rooney Mara.
1: Mary Magdalene herself.
0: Yes. <laughs> I can't
1: believe it. Wow. We did well, it. That's nice. We did do it, and we got through twenty twenty.
0: We we survived. I mean, oh gosh, that's really insensitive to say. Um, that is. But I just a mean, lot of people. No, it's. I mean, but it's okay. I we we did.
1: You know what? We did made it. And a lot of people didn't. And, and that's really honestly effed up and sad and it horrible. Is. It is. Um, We can be very grateful that we survived. I'm grateful you survived. I'm grateful Um, you did, too. Thank you. I'm happy for us. Um, Also very angry that a lot of people did not make it through not only 2020, but the last four years of this presidency. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people who did not um, survive that. And that's not... It's just not a thing to, uh, yeah. I don't know that this is not exactly yep. the note that I meant yeah, to end on, but... but it's it's like worth noting that it's not like oh it's over we survived as a whole. <laughs> no, because <laughs> some but, people yeah. just didn't. Some people this year and the past four years were really dangerous for and, and still are so. and
0: it, it yeah still are. I I mean I know stimulus for... checks
1: for everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: wear your masks. Get vaccinated
0: just we've we've been saying these things but I think at 2020 you know 20 from 2016 on I've been radicalized more than I ever thought I would and I turned to 18 in 2016 so like I'm very much oh my gosh just coming into my own you know so like the opinions and the things that I was going to make my uh, my like (laughs) the most important things to me I never expected to shift so dramatically from being, yeah. like, a 18-year-old who only cared yeah. about what was going on in my life and, like, mm. you know, what, what I was trying to do. And then all of a sudden, I got totally radicalized. And um, yeah. that's really great, and I'm super glad that my eyes are open and I'm getting to actually do work. Um, yeah, on that note, yeah. 2020 sucked, and it's <laughs> yeah. going to keep sucking until we hold people accountable, so... It's true. And on that note, mm-hmm. there was our top five favorite
1: movies so of fun. 2020. So fun. So cute. <laughs> so cute. Aw. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad we're doing this thing.
0: Me too. Me too. And <laughs> called life. <laughs> I- I'm i glad that things have to go up from here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they sure do.
0: <laughs> it Please. could not get much
1: worse than life. <laughs> I'm begging.
0: Uh. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, All right. We love you guys. I'm not going to say yeah. a movie I'm looking forward to because I'm kind of same. over it.
1: I am 100% same.
0: What happened I to Monday? Barely... That, I'm looking forward <laughs> to watching that tonight.
1: Set it up to.
0: <laughs> the streets. Street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. That's it. There we go. Better note. <laughs> okay, we're done. the right. music. Get us out of here. Yes. <laughs> That's how the cinema rolls. That's how the cinema rolls. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>